when you set higher expectations of yourself, if you miss by a point, or at least you're still achieving high. But if you set too low expectation, one thing is you're not going to be challenged enough. And then you'll take a lays back kind of attitude and say, oh, it's only a small goal I've set. If I achieve it, good. If not, I can always try. But if you set such high expectations of yourself, you'll give it your best shot. You will also make sure that you follow some pathways and guidelines and follow some strategies. But the crucial part to achieving those things is getting off our backside and do the work. Because if we don't do the work, it is all just in our heads. Welcome back to the podcast. We are here with inspirational educational coach, fabulous Falali Lologa, and she is an inspirational, motivational, dedicated, and passionate educational coach and mentor in the tertiary education sector, as well as in the personal development arena. So Falali, glad to see you again. Yeah, hi, Robert. How are you? Super fantastic. Thank you for asking. And I know that you are all about setting goals and achieving your dreams. And for some reason, just talking about that subject gets me excited. It gets you thinking about ooh, <laughs> planning something and like timelines and deadlines and figure uh, calculations. So for some reason, it it gets my brain like ignited and on, on fire. So I'm excited to jump in and hear what you have to tell us about getting so these things done and being happy. Oh, great. Thanks, Robert. And yes, great to be back. And talking about goals and dreams and aspirations, setting goals, setting your plans, it gets me excited because I'm so passionate about that. It's what I've been doing most of my life. It's always about going back to why I do what I do. And so set for me, having those intentional goals, setting intentional goals, together with strategies and then followed by action makes a big difference. We can dream big, we can have all that, but if we don't follow through with the strategies and the actions, then they all just but a dream. Yeah, that's what it is. And for me, it is about seriously considering what does that mean to you? Why do you do it and how to get there? Well, fantastic. So you said goals, strategy, and action. And when you said that, what visualizes in my mind is the goal is the thing way off in the future. And the strategy is this kind of super curvy, treacherous line that gets me there. And the action is the starting point right now today, what I need to do. And that's just for some reason how it lines up in, in my mind. So as far as the, these goals and these strategies and actions, what is it that you teach about this that makes you special that no one else really does quite as good as you do? Well, thank you, Robert, first and foremost, and I'm sure, as you said, there are a lot of people teaching the same principles or the same topics, same subjects. However, for me, it comes back down to you as a person. One thing that I try and do or that I do passionately is I will not ask other people to do something that first I haven't done and second, I'm not willing to do. So setting a goal, it is important that the first thing I sit down with anyone is to ask yourself, why? Why am I doing it? What is my purpose? What is my reason? And then look at, if you know why you're doing it, how to get there can be a challenge. So one of the things that is probably 
if not the most important in any person sitting down with me, looking at goals, dreams, and aspiration is to think about your being prepared in your mindset. It is all about our mind. Our mind tells us lots of stories. Our mind can either, and I remember if I can, if I, I don't want to misquote it, but I remember learning from a quote by Henry Ford, where I'm pretty sure he says, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. And for me, that's a starting point is really instilling in my mind and the person's mind that I'm working with is how what's your belief system in you so your mindset is the key to going forward so for me it's preparing the mind is so crucial having the right mindset also having the self-belief in yourself if you don't have those in yourself no matter how hard or how uh, passionate I am the person I'm trying to help if he or she doesn't have that mindset thinking or have that belief in it himself or herself then that's a challenge to start with when it comes to setting that goal because we as I said we can dream big we can have imaginations and visualizations however sometimes if you don't believe in it then it's not gonna make it's not gonna manifest and so when it comes to setting those strategies and having the action taking action is probably the most challenging in achieving any goal or dreams that we set out to do in life. I like that a lot. So you're saying that we need to have our why and that we need to, to use this visualization power and see our goals happening and be positive about it and not just go through the motions because it's it seems like that's probably why a lot of the motivational like tools get a bad get a bad reputation, right? Because people just say, okay, I'll listen to this meditation tape or I'll listen to these affirmations or I'll write down these goals. And sure, I'll just do this and they don't take it seriously. And I'm sure that in academia, you've seen many people who just go through the motions and don't take it seriously. But and if you apply that same kind of work ethic to your own personal development, then what kind of, of result do you expect to get uh, Anyway, and back think about it is if I'm like full blast being like positive and saying, here's what I want and trying like 100x, then I'll probably only get like 10x of the result, yeah. right? Like I can do all this work and all this work, and I'll really probably only get to 10% of where I want to go. And so if I shoot low, then I'm not going to get anything at all. So I have to like go full blast just to get 10% of what I want what my wildest dreams to be. At least that, that's how I'm interpreting what you're saying. Oh, definitely, Robert, definitely. You've got to aim high. We hear a lot of, and you're right, motivational speakers, inspirational speakers, all these authors, and it's all great. At the end of the day, yes, we can have these dreams and set our goals, but if we set them too low, then we don't challenge ourselves big enough to achieve high. So we say aim high, the sky's the limit, but is, is the sky the limit? Or can we go beyond the sky? So when you look at things like this, and for me, sitting down with my students or the people that I work with, it's about exploring your options. It's about looking beyond where you are and set expectations. So for me, I set expectations of myself. I have high expectations of myself. I also set high expectations of my students, but I got challenged with that philosophy as well, Robert, because I've had people say, Holy, aren't you setting 
unrealistic expectations of your students? And I said, well, I don't think so because students need somebody to believe in them because they probably don't believe in themselves that they can achieve higher. That's why they'd come back to, to do some learning in a different pathway or a different career. So for me, I set expectation. I expect higher things from myself. And when I do that, and I say that with with so much love and respect for my students is that if I expect you to be at this level, then you need to expect yourself to be at that higher level. Because when you set higher expectations of yourself, if you miss by a point, or at least you're still achieving high. But if you set too low expectation, one thing is you're not going to be challenged enough. And then you'll take a lays back kind of attitude and say oh it's only a small goal I've set if I achieve it good if not I can always try but if you set such high expectations of yourself you'll give it your best shot you will also make sure that you follow some pathways and guidelines and follow some strategies but the crucial part to achieving those things is getting off our backside and do the work because if we don't do the work, it is all just in our heads. For me, having the right mindset, having the right attitude. And the other thing, Robert, that I am passionate about when it comes to setting goals, and it is about embracing challenges and obstacles in your pathway. Because sometimes we, everything goes smooth and then bang, something goes wrong. We get a setback and we sit down and we thought, oh, gee, why am I bother? Why do I bother? Why is this happening to me? So instead of asking the question, why is this happening to me when something does go wrong or you face an obstacle or a challenge or a difficult situation, you stop and say to yourself, hmm, interesting. What lesson can I learn from this setback? What is it that I can get out of this challenging situation? Because when you unpack that challenge and that difficult time, you can find a nugget in there and say, ha, huh, now I know what's stopping me going this way. So now I can do something else and still follow the strategies and take the action. People say, I don't like to fail. Failure, I used to think that way. It's just, I used to... Do not like failing a paper. However, I look at my failures and say, I'm glad I failed because it made me think twice about what I'm doing. And then I've learned to get better. Failures, obstacles, challenges are there as lessons along our paths, our paths of life to enable us to learn and get better and keep going to achieve whatever we set out to do. Well, that is powerful. So I'm doing my best to recap this here. We're saying to aim high. You're saying to do the work because it, it needs to get done. You're saying to ask better questions instead of saying, why does this happen to me? Think of, you know, that's interesting or what have I learned from this or what's the opportunity here? And then to, you're saying to rethink what we consider failure to be. And it's so easy to think of failure as something to be avoided and never make any mistakes and have a perfect mm -hmm. 100% record. But failure is where those learning opportunities come. And so you're a teacher, you're all about getting these students to where they need to go and changing lives. So do you have any kind of interesting like before and after story, either with your own journey or with some of your students? Because this is an interesting topic of some student there being lost, confused, without a plan, doubting themselves, not having these strong enough goals, and then finding you 
and then everything changes. So what comes to mind as far as a story like that? Thank you, Robert. Over my 20 years of in education, I could write books and books of stories from my students. This year and the challenges that we've had with COVID in the last couple of years, of course, we've moved from a lot of face-to-face and classroom groups to the online space. And that's a challenge in itself because first and foremost, you have students who, or some of my students or some of the people that I work with have not used technology, let alone knowing how to get on a Zoom or a Teams or whatever method that we do. But just if I can use a story just just recently, since July of this year, I'm currently working with a group of health support workers for a health sector. And I was asked to come in and do some professional development programs with them, training them in the area of uh, communication skills, setting goals, hello, setting goals with strategies, and then ensuring that they understand all about working in teams in the workplace, understanding that these are diverse group of people, different age groups, of course, different just and cultures. So there's a lot of barriers that have a lot of miscommunications. But within those groups, and I've got a total, I have about four groups at the moment, averaging around 10 to 12 per group. So that's, I'd say over 40, 40 learners or participants. And out of each of the group, and these are like probably between the age of say 20 and 45, there are some people in those groups that have come from their own homeland. They were professionals, like some of them were teachers, some of them were working in the health sector already. But coming to New Zealand was a challenge because it means they have to relearn about the New Zealand way of working and in the workplace. And they couldn't continue their work in the in the industries. For example, if you were a teacher back in, in Samoa and you come to New Zealand, you have to go through the whole re-qualification education here to ensure that your qualification from your nation matches up to the New Zealand qualification level. And, but yeah, these were people working in support roles in a warehouse setting or in, in different roles like that. So they were not in their professions. Having probably one or two sessions I've done with them, they come back to me at the end of the session and they'll say, hey, Filoli, can I ask you a question? And I said, sure. They said, I'm really glad that I've come to your course or your program because now you have made me see bigger things about where I can, where can I go and restart my training to continue my teaching profession? Or where can I go and start my training to be in the nursing career? Because that was always my dreams and goals when I was a little girl growing up or a little, but now I'm in a situation where I don't know where to begin. So for me, just making those little impacts that I have ignited somebody's goals or somebody's profession that they have put aside now they have reawakened themselves and say good now I know where to start so as as well as giving them what I'm doing in the workplace I'm also directing them to the pathways where they can pursue and achieve their higher their higher academic goals whether that be re-qualifying with a teaching degree or a nursing degree or whatever the pathway and the career that they are wanting to get into but it's all about um again reigniting the dreams and the goals and aspirations that you've had because they never leave you they're still there and then secondly is giving them strategies where to go to and then the final or the most crucial part of course is to 
take action. When I talk to you, Filoli, I feel like anything is possible and you make me think about all these times in my life when I've been passionate and then lost my way or lost my focus and then had to do that thinking back and think back to why I started or and why what I was thinking at the time and how I was just imagining all these limitless possibilities. So I'm getting some thoughts about that from you. And something in there that you said was interesting that some sometimes we just don't even know where to begin, right? Yes. Sometimes we just need that other person to say, I know that you've been stuck inside your problem. And here yes. I am just looking at this from old perspective. And you say that you have this skill back in your other country and you're here now and you're stuck in this situation now and you don't even know what to do. And you think that you're out of options. But what about this? Me as a person from the outside looking in saying, here's the goal and here's the strategy and here's the action. So this is all really amazing to think about because we can use it in many ways, right? You can listen to this episode for the learning or just to get excited by hearing about your own passion. So if someone wants to take the next step with you, if they say, okay, what Filoli here said sounds really interesting and how can I find out about these these services that she provides in these classes. What's the next step and what will they find? Thank you, Robert. I'm glad we're having this conversation. And you also encourage me myself. So, you know, the conversations we've had this morning is really great. Now, for me, anybody, if I can just mention one thing that you said about when you were talking to us before, I totally believe in two heads are better than one. So you can go over and over in your own mind and in your own head by yourself. But when you do have somebody else coming in and have that discussion with you, that's what creates more opportunity and probably then builds a self-belief. Happy to have a discussion with anyone who's in this situation and anyone can find me. So at the moment, my... Um, my URL or my website is, of course, falolilolonga.com. And that is, I'll spell that out. It's F-O-L-I-L-O-L-O-G-A.com, falolilolonga.com. That's where you can get some more information and we're happy to continue the conversation and set those goals and strategies and take action and follow the dreams until they become realities. Fantastic. Time to do it. And do you still have the book near? I do indeed, our book. Yes. So you were in a book co-author with Pat Masidi. That is the Fast Forward to Success book. And then that book on its own that you're holding is Take Big Chances to Chase Your Big Dreams. Yes, definitely. And on the website, is that linked there or will that be? The link is there to get our book and yeah, read about the interesting true stories that are in our book. And yes, I encourage you to check it out at falolilolonga.com. Take big chances to chase your big dreams. And what else could we ask for? The world is at our hands. Yes. So it is time to do it. Go to that website and check out what's there. And thank you very much, Filoli, for stopping by and getting us re-energized, reignited, to use your term, to live that life that we know that we need to live. It's time to do thank, it. Thank you, Robert. God bless.